Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And get ready to go quantum as we work on our inner master system. This is new information coming from the higher realms via Cartron, an interdimensional being channeled by my next guest, Patrick McCormick. Patrick is here with us today, and we are so happy that all of you could join us at this very powerful time. Patrick, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, and welcome to Quantum Conversations. Thank you very much, Lauren. It's really cool to be here, and what a perfect time, like you said, to show up because, oh my God, the changes that are upon us, it's really good to have other ways to see things. In fact, it is a requirement, and this is how we do it and shift out of the worry and watching the old 3D paradigm fall away and truly bring in the new and create with the new. There's a lot to distract us these days, and it's really important to stay centered. And we're going to go in and get to that still point with Cartron today, the being that you channel. But I first want to share your story, Patrick. For those who may not be familiar with you, you have an amazing story. You are a walk-in that occurred during the harmonic convergence and also a great protector of the Hawaiian kingdom, the mountaintops of Lemuria. Let's start with that walk-in experience. Can you share that fascinating story? Uh, yes, uh, it was August 16th, 2000, uh, 1987. <laughs> Sorry, wrong dimension, wrong century. Um, and uh, on Bell Rock in Sedona, and during the Harmonic Convergence, where a lot of energy was um, brewing all over the planet, when Jose Arguelles and all those other guys talked about the 2012. And so uh, I had a 45-pound selenite crystal that I used as a pillow on a vortex during a high energy time. And so at about 3.30 in the morning, I uh, awoke to, because um, I was sleeping on the Bell Rock, 
there was thousands of people all over doing different things. And so um, in that alone state, um, I woke up and I saw, actually I felt like it was a, not a pleasant feeling, like the face part of my skull was being pulled away from my skull. And then the next thing I know, uh, the awareness came to, and there was a table up above, and there were these guys with hoods on. And so that was then um, interesting, and I thought, this is pretty trippy. I'm going to go to sleep. And um, the next day, people would say, you're not in your body. And uh, not knowing really about spirit, my perception was, well, if I'm not in my body, where are you supposed to be in life? Because you have a body and you live a life. And so that's what happened then. And then a few months later, I met my friend, and um, she got me over to Maui, and that was a whole other story. So that's the last time I'm going to use a 45-pound selenite crystal on a power vortex during a harmonic convergence. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, you were here for a higher mission then, of course. <clears throat> Yeah, um, and not knowing what it is, you got to go. But the next day, a lady would channeled Mother Mary, even right near the spot. And uh, she was just some girl named Shirley, and she channeled her and told me who I was. Um, and I'm like, well, that's cool. And she said that I came here to finish the job um, because um, I was Zephyr, or Zephyr, and that was the being um, <clears throat> that uh, was hired by King Herod to take out the Christ child. And when we found out who it was, we realized how much of an idiot Herod was because it's all political. Um, and then I quit and probably was a part of or started the guardian force for the Grail bloodline. Uh, I didn't look because I figured this life is what needs my full attention, not the other ones. But that was my part of the Christ club. And so I figured if they hired someone like me to take out this kid it's like geez he just got here then we better protect him because if he's the real deal then he's going to be deciding the fate for for the humanity walking in what was that like then as you integrated here in these years since 1987 what was that like well shortly after uh that experience i realized oh i'm like a different being and all, all these different things happened and you get the memories of the previous life in there's several types of walk-ins. I feel like more like a hit and run. Don't let him back on the ship um, and drop him off and go. And so, but because, you know, sometimes you feel very alone. And then, um, so uh, then I met somebody and we went to Maui in 89, but I didn't have a connection with the previous family. So I just basically never contacted them because I figured, oh, okay, I had an organic contract or covenant with them but they're just humans because i'm here to help facilitate this process called the divine plan so we better um do that and so i never went back until a couple years ago 28 years later to the hometown of correctionville iowa and it was so surreal <laughs> really okay that's trippy but um it still hasn't changed <laughs> um so that was that and um, yeah. So uh, and then the years afterwards, uh, meeting my friend, we went to Maui, and that that is a very different place. And there's all kinds of forces there, but it is the mountaintops of Lemuria, or in the Hawaiian mythology, Mu. 
And so it was at that time that I started studying the problems of society from an interdimensional point of view because I was bringing through beings, um, archangels, engineers from motherships, um, you know, so ascended masters and stuff. And my friends actually made them sign in to a guest book. So it's like, here, we got a book with Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's just funny to make um, Christ sign in. Um, and then um, that was happened for a while. And at the same time, uh, the path of helping the Hawaiians showed up in 89 and uh, also helping the sacredness of Hawaii. So we wound up for one year in the most sacred valley called Iao Valley. And then my study of the advanced social system turned into my own field of research. Then I was doing the spiritual work for many years, helping the people. And then the other thing was literally doing documents to world leaders for the, the Hawaiian king um, because I was one mind with him and I knew what he wanted. So he wasn't a man of words. He would say a few sentences and I would come back with a two page letter saying, Is this what you want? He'd go, Yeah, that's what I want. So where do I sign it? I say, Okay. So um oh, so wow. I That's fascinating. So, um, now here's the deal. If you're on an accelerated path, um we did for about ten years, went through a lifetime of experience a month. That's about three years in a day of evolution. So it was very accelerated. Um, of that. So just know that anybody that if you're wanting that higher path that you may have a great acceleration on your journey. So that was that. Um, wow. Okay. You said a lot there and I want to back up to uh, communicating with engineers on the mothership. Can you share with us then uh, a broader perspective of what you see there with beings on the mothership? Is this uh this is our reality. This is where we come from. Um, well, they would come here. I wouldn't go out except for leaving the body so that they could come in, and I wouldn't go far away. And I I lost perception of where I would go, even to now, because I don't need to know. And then I would just let them come through. So I wouldn't go up on the ship, but they would come here. In fact, Space Brother came through, and there was these three guys and they're trying to figure out, they said, we want to create a dimensional doorway. And I said, well, I could bring somebody through. And an engineer from Mothership came through, and he looked at Stonehenge that they were looking at. He says, that's very primitive. So he quickly sketched something, da 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 in like just a, a one or two minutes, and said, here. And it was, and it became the Stargate that a gentleman named Pragit um, actually yeah. took. And so um, that, it was the Space Brothers that came through, and he said, here. And they kept it at a certain power level because um, we didn't know what was going to happen. And so he's been doing that for a long time. And uh, so – but the device is only at 10% of what it could be. And so then I would bring through even rock stars like John Lennon. He forced his way into my life. That was interesting. I didn't want to channel famous people because the, the ramifications of it, and you're like, well, what if you get subsumed into their destiny that people insist on fulfilling, and then you're left out as this 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 marionette for these vehicles? You have to have a strong sense of self, and so a lot of the journey there, as I was learning from my friend who was basically connected to a bodhisattva, a real one, mm -hmm. uh, which isn't the most enjoyable thing, but boy, do you get to go to master school on how to live it and it's just um but yeah. because because you don't want to have yourself subsumed into some greater destiny and you aren't you aren't really allowing your own destiny to be, to be fulfilled 
So does that answer okay. that question? Yeah, okay, yeah. It's almost like there's, um, okay, karmic ties with that if you're going to be channeling <clears throat> a lot of other people. Okay. Well, then how did you come to channel Cartron? You were channeling other beings, right? It was through this connection. Um, well, we were basically guardians of the timeline, prophecy timeline of heaven on earth. And yeah, so I was okay. helping facilitate that. And there was a lot of things that were trying to throw off time by putting in false events, not just now, but like the uh, bombing of Hiroshima cracked uh, and created fissures in the continuum, which then allowed all these other energies to come in. And if they bring in false events, which isn't written or scheduled in the book of prophecy or whatever um, then it can throw off reality and so they've constantly interfered and kept the timeline down when it should have gone up during the harmonic convergence or the environmental environmental movement of the 1970s that john lennon was one of the leaders of and and um the 60s and all of that so there's a reason why it didn't get fulfilled and so we were doing a lot of battles with energies and because they were trying to always bring it down into some weird artificial continuum. And so she said, you know, we really need somebody. And so I brought Cartron showed up and he says, okay. And he rolled up his sleeves and it was about July 5th, 1994. And he has been doing this ever since. Okay. Well, that is beautiful. Can you describe for us then who the being is of Cartron? Um, yeah, as much good as it'll do because everybody kind of gets a different reading. If you wanted to look at Cartron as a new person, as somebody who's new to this, you could just say that, well, I called him a sentient search engine of the mind of God. So he can get into any part and do all sorts of stuff and have these powers because he's not separate from the oneness of source in the quantum state. So he can do things that don't seem possible through human body. And, of course, it's interdimensional stuff, so it usually doesn't manifest or precipitate in the material world. And the stuff he comes up with is just amazing. And then uh, after several years, he was studying humor because he didn't have an emotional body. He was actually um, studying human emotion and humor. And he's like, well, this is an interesting thing. And so he was looking at the best way to deliver it. And so he found the part of my brain where I threw away thoughts and they're kind of like fermented part sentences and he put them together and made weird jokes. And he found out that that was a great way to open up the person so that he could go deeper into their psyches while he was scanning them and their contracts and helping to evolve them to the next level. Wow. Okay. Do you have any, can you recall any of those jokes that he would use or this is when he's channeling, he would see those various thoughts and just put them together you know if you ask for that then it how oh, the universe will deliver so are you sure you <laughs> um, oh yeah, well he can he can talk to you about it or he can talk to you about people holding on to the past yeah. um um people who don't who are having trouble. It's weird when I talk about the things that he's made funny. And so, um, but it's called two cheeks in the moonlight because you go butt first through life because you're holding on to the past. You're not facing forward. Okay. <laughs> and so that's the first thing you see is they're behind. And he's like, well, he's going to get a good tan, but either be sideways or face forward. You know, don't do like the world leaders now are doing. <laughs> Um, you know, and so 
It's uh, that he found. And boy, when he gets people laughing, because I don't know if you know, uh, Lauren, but when you, when a laughter happens, it's like the brain hiccups or short circuits. And so then when the brain is out of the way, the fortress of intellect that the mind has built around the individual, which must go through and filter everything, uh, in this thing that's only really designed for third dimensional perception is out of the way. And then he can go in and kick the tires, change the oil and give you a tune up when you're not looking. So that's okay. that's what he uses humor for, and so wow. just letting you know. Okay, so I can ask him to kind of put in a little bit of humor for us, because we well, need humor. <laughs> there's no there's no warning usually, and he'll just check it out because he's going to scan you and everybody else. But he always gets permission, and he gives full disclosure okay. because that's what divinity does, as you know. <clears throat> and so okay. then at the same time, I was helping the Hawaiian people because I was good at letter writing and. His Majesty at Kahinui, he knew what he wanted, but he was not a man of words. He was a man of great vision, like a father of a nation who, you know, I don't know if you know, but people in really high offices are not separate from their position. So, therefore, they feel what's going on. So, he was feeling all that suffering. And so, I just wound up and started writing letters, and he kept asking for more. And that's how that kind of went, happened. Um, and then we also, we also built... Uh huh. Okay. And so, but I kept all of these separate. These in, these level simultaneous lives separate from each other. Mhm. Not anymore, though. It's time to bring them all to all all in. Yeah. Um. Hawaii was the perfect uh, microcosm of planet Earth because everybody would come from all over the world, but it was two thousand miles of water which separated it. So you had. Uh, a study uh, as a field study of all the different cultures and so mm-hmm. we were looking for why there was problems because it didn't make sense why um, money was still controlling and, and things weren't good and the heart wasn't in charge it just didn't make sense because remember as a walk-in I was looking at it from an, more of an extraterrestrial point of view studying humanity kind of in awe of the the distance of the journey it's taken away from oneness in order to fulfill the covenants that the, the soul group that is occupying the human bodies went on so I was here doing that but at age nine um, I told well, Patrick told his mom, Mom, life is short. Enjoy it while you can. And that's not something that a nine-year-old says. Um, and also uh, the other thing was at that age was don't interfere with the people or the humans. Just observe them. And looking back on that, I'm going, well, that's a weird statement for a kid. It's more like a, a research scientist off a ship or something that would say that. So I realized that there was a preparation for a long time of that. Well, okay, amazing that you are now, I mean, that you were able to study as this walk in the journey away from the oneness on this planet. Yes, absolutely. And I find it fascinating. You channeled the Hawaiian king. You wrote letters for him. And that is to reinstate the kingdom of Hawaii. And that is so very cool and uh, really touches all of our hearts because we all resonate with that. Yeah, if you want the real story, I could probably get Majesty on your show and he will tell you what's going on. And, and But you do realize that can of worms, once it's opened, it starts leading to other things and you start finding out what's really going on. 
um, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's a weird mystery. And then I got to look at that from the higher divinity of it and found the truth. But being right there with the king's words, I was able to say them. And I never signed anything. He would sign it. But it was like so interesting to look at the transdimensional state of something like a sovereignty struggle of a people mm-hmm. that, for all intents and purposes, have been attempted to be genocided for 150 years. I call mm-hmm. it a state of emergency 150 years in the making. Wow. Okay. So you, I know we're going to go in and bring Cartron in, but uh, can you share the truth? Is the truth about that story that you saw from the higher dimensions? Well, um, if you look at it from an incarnational cycle, um, there was an absolute energy that was making sure they wouldn't rise up. And as you know, if there's commercial interests involved, basically all governments are now commercial agents. Because I got to check out all the best, the world's best sovereignty in search of finding that and bringing it to the Hawaiian sovereignty, which is monarchical. And so to blend like the U.S. or the American sovereignty and private movements combined with the Hawaiian monarchy would make the most perfect nation because the slogan we came up with was a sovereign kingdom of God. And so, um, really, it was because Majesty wants pe- every, anything to bring heaven to earth because he was here to make sure it's to fulfill because it's God's gift. And he, he was put in position with that authority by a set of miracles. It's like there ain't no doubt. And he didn't want to be king, but when he found out who he was, he's like, you know what? I have no choice. Because a real world leader sometimes is given no choice but to do the right thing. And when they can't not do that, they just have to step forward. So often the things that was necessary, such as reminding the United States about their positions of being in service, amidst the fact that there's all these other forces and even the Hawaiians themselves were scared. Oh, don't make them mad and all that. It's like, well, when you are in love, the fear cannot live in the house of love. And so sometimes you just know what you have to do. So writing those letters from an interdimensional point of view, it was interesting that we had the same thinking. There was never an argument. I just knew what needed to be said because the Hawaiians would speak from the heart. And the language called pigeon or the slang is actually a very advanced form of communication with rounded edges on the words. The world speaks in, in mind. Uh, of intellect. So there was a break between the form of communication between the mind and the heart. So I became a translator between those two aspects of self. And so in an interdimensional state, we started seeing what the true purpose of Hawaii is, which is Ho'oponopono. We, hmm. uh, I, I walked away a few years ago, but we were going to make that the place where all nations could come and find resolve using the ancient practice of Ho'oponopono, where all conflicting parties come. So it would have been, it is in spirit, the most sovereign place. It never compromised itself on that level. And so it then became, it literally is the place where peace can be created. That's what Lemuria is about. And these are the mountaintops of Lemuria. So that telegraphs from the ancient reality up into this modern day. But the Hawaiians themselves aren't the original Hawaiians. They're the Polynesians that came in. And so you have to take into account also the covenants or God contracts because Professor Noe 
in the 1980s got his doctorate in the genealogical study, and they found out that the Hawaiians and the American Indians and all that are from the line of Jacob uh, uh, in Israel, or it wasn't Israel then, um, but they were not the lost tribe, but the wandering tribe. They were the voyagers. And so then there was a population going out from North and South America, and then the other ones came to the Marquesas in Polynesia and started that and moving forward. So it has quite an interesting past on many levels. On many levels, yes. Okay, that is a whole different rabbit hole that we shall go down someday. It is so fascinating, and it is a part of many of the hearts listening to this show. Okay, well, let's uh, let's experience Cartron uh, and this new information that's coming forth. Um, it is the inner master system. Do you want to share anything about what we're about to experience before we get started um, and bring on Cartron? Okay, yeah. Uh, this information, a lot of this came like two hours before your show started. Thank you for the advance notice. Um, uh, the Intermaster system <laughs> is for those who want to access the absolute knowing within self so that you can get a different kind of information that helps you make better choices and your life takes on a much better quality and flow. Okay. So that's a, kind of a, as a, there's a complication, but it's simple. But there's a lot involved in getting into that inner master because it's about yeah. the, the the line on here was what if you could find the answer to all of life's questions and what if those answers were within? Mm-hmm. And so the inner master means you have that knowledge. But then you're talking about a whole different level of reality than what people in this third dimensional world are used to, and there's a way you've got to get to that. And so that's what Cartron can begin to discuss with people, and then it will can lead to more things if people are interested in really finding out how to do this. Oh, um, yes. And myself, okay. You see, in myself, uh, in 2013, it was St. Germain through a gentleman named Michael Shane that got me out of Maui and started this journey in the U.S. And so after this event that I did on stage, um, I decided, well, I need to journey um, and road test these divine sciences because there's a thing called the paradigm of divine abundance. And unless I can actually make it, a life practice and make it work, then I don't have a right of passage to talk about it. So I decided to road test it, and that's how the quantum road trip started. And so I've been applying these laws, this way to be. It's like uh, being uh, a new earth way to be in the existing earth during these changes. Mm -hmm. I use it. Great. Okay. All right. Well, it is the new earth way of being in this existing earth. There's, again, so much going on as that 3D paradigm crumbles. I know there's conversations left and right in all of our families and relationships that really say, what are we supposed to do? But as uh, Cartron is teaching us, we know what we know within us. And there are, I would say, belief systems and old programs that keep us from that knowledge and actually a whole level of trust that we need to build to understand what we're hearing within. Absolutely. And so are you wanting him to come through now? 
Well, let's bring in Cartron. Yes, thank you. This will be an experience. And I want to invite our listeners, if they've got a question, star two raises your hand, or you can actually ask over the Q&A box. All right. Yeah. Thank you. And so he, he'll come through. Yeah, and then let's just take it from there because you never know what's going to happen. And um, so we'll see you later, and have a nice day. <laughs> okay. Hello, Lauren. How are you? Hello, Cartron. So nice to meet you. This is my first time with you and our beloved audience today. We are very pleased to meet you. Yes, you, your soul pressed star too, and that's why we're having this interview, right? <laughs> yes, our souls pressed star too, and oh. we're all raising oh. our hands. <laughs> Oh, you laughed already. God, we thought you were going to be a tough cookie. Okay, fine. Well, we really do need some humor in this whole scene that we've got here on 3D Earth that is shifting so fast. All hearts listening truly want new Earth to be ushered in sooner than we can even imagine it. Uh, sometimes I hear reports from the field that people get tired of holding the vision for new earth. So can you give us some advice to continue our journey and our path? Um, not really. There's the show. Just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, no, you're alone. Oh, you, you let the user manual burn up in the atmosphere and you had some ashes in your hand when you landed. That was the only copy you were given. Doesn't it feel like that sometimes when you're out here in the body? And especially since you guys are vibing at different levels, you can't even get along with Uncle Ted at the Thanksgiving dinner anymore because you guys are vibrating at a soul level instead of a 3D one with your organic families. It's like, wow, it's really interesting to be human sometimes, isn't it? Yes. Okay. You said we're vibrating at a soul level in a 3D existence with others, right? Yes. So. Oh, yes. Um, and no longer can the truth of one's signature of the soul, the true vibration of their being, be denied. It will be heard and it will hold you for ransom and make you become vibrationally belligerent with those around you as you become dissonant because two dissonant frequencies cannot occupy the same quantum space. So people are vibing away from those organic family members. Unless you have a family that's keeping up, well, congratulations, we're going to study how you do that. Um, but in most cases, if you've got chaos in the family and weird stuff going on and issues coming up all around you, then you are right on schedule. Well, we're all, all, we're all right on schedule then. So, you know, there are some spiritual teachers, maybe you could clarify this, who say we must we must be in relationship with our family. There's others who say if they're not vibing with us at the same rate, you don't have to be with them. So what would you say about those who say you must get along with family? Okay. 
Is it worth the compromise of oneself in order to fit in and feel like they have the responsibility to address certain beings when they have already given them many chances to be open and available to the level of frequency that the person they are talking about who has higher frequency in relation to the others must address because we each are gifts for one another. And if you settle for less than who you truly are, then do you not dishonor the gift of yourself as God instead of shining your light fully so that you can be the greatest gift for others and be the greatest contribution and blessing for one another? Or does someone still stick around because Uncle Ted is still wanting to maybe drink instead of, um, you know, be open to meditation or something? So, of course, each level of thing is happening. Now, some of these spiritual leaders are also using particular sets of protocols that have been in place for thousands of years. When we first came in in 94, the first thing we did was study the 39,438 primary databases of creation to see what was relevant because something didn't make sense. Back in the 90s, if you recall, and those who are listening, that there was a very inordinate amount of darkness upon the shadow that wanted to basically snuff you guys out. It just really didn't want you on the planet. And it was very weird. On Maui, everything's amplified. So you take the beauty, and it's really strong, and the greed, and everything else. And so we studied that because we saw that the beings on the higher nature, and it's like, why didn't they intervene for their own kind? They're supposed to be there for their people. These, you guys as light workers are here for the divine, right? Well, then you're doing this. How come you're not, they're not coming in because they got the power to change your lives and make, alleviate it. And so it didn't make sense. So we studied it and we saw that they were operating on principalities of maybe the Piscean age and before, but they didn't apply now. So there's a level of intervention and protocols of uh, invocation and stuff and mandatory invocation that's necessary if people know how to do it to where these beings now, it's mandatory for them to come in and intervene, thus alleviating your well, in many ways, it was a tragedy of what you had to go through, but boy, are you becoming the shiniest pearl in the oyster as light workers. Beautiful. Yes, thank you. That is so uh, high vibe and a confirmation for money, and we will not settle for less. The signature of our soul will not settle for less. Okay, we are going to be the best that we can. We can feel that inspiration oh. from you. Yes, go oh, ahead. Lauren, you you did it. Um, you said it because we were going to ask, um, what is the greatest thing anyone can be? And that is to be who they truly are. Because then you honor yourself as this gift. You are this thing. The light worker was brought in with the covenants of the divine, which is you are a gift for each other. Well, here you land in this on this earth. And yeah, okay, we're going to take it up. But if after the Titanic and Hiroshima and the 60s being messed with, with more war and the harmonic convergence with other weird political games and all that stuff, and they did artificial continuums, other conduits of time to keep it down and not fulfilling prophecy, well, then it's like you guys, then they dropped the earth, the whole paradigm dropped. If you guys didn't w wondered why it got weirder, but you didn't notice big schisms in the consciousness field, it was because they dropped the whole paradigm to artificial events in the timeline. And so um, there was a hacking in. And so then you guys had to come with the earth because you had a covenant to help the mother go home this time. 
in contrary to the other previous three to five or whatever attempts that you almost got there. And by the way, you guys are past that point now. So if you burn out, you're going to do great. If you and it's going to look great on uh, YouTube. And but if you make it, then congratulations, you really are going to graduate. So if you guys were bringing in a divine set of laws into a world that was polarized and intense and intensity of density and the trauma of the drama that you weren't really made for. So your laws of just being in service then would be trampled on by that which would take from you. And that's why a lot of lightworkers got in trouble because they didn't sign up for that level, but you came by vicarious adhesion covenant with the earth because you were going to take the mother home even if it killed you. And I know so many of us uh, are really here for that. Absolutely. I'd say everyone listening is here to go home with the mother and through this ascension process. Now, as let's go back to us being the best that we can be. We would love to be the best that we can be. And we dream big. And there's still some fear at times. There's still fear from moving forward into those dreams. Uh, we've been talking recently, this could be, you mentioned YouTube. Some people actually have a fear of getting out on YouTube in that way. So what can we do to, to truly be our authentic self and really move away from fear? Um, to give disclosure about what we've been doing, while we have been on with your show, we have been reviewing people's covenants and contracts and everything, so, and uh, seeing if there's any moldy emotional boxes in their spiritual closets. And so we're letting you know that we're looking and you, you are giving consent. Or you can just say, no thanks, don't look at me too close. Um, okay. And so these answers are being defined based upon the current state and the evolutionary possibility of those listening now and in the future because we are imprinting this recording with relative real-time experience, meaning whenever you listen to it, it will be happening live for the energy work so that people could listen to it 300 years from now and get zapped. Um, and so how to be the best uh, self without compromise in a world that is looking for pop shots and selling bullseye t-shirts. Um, and, and so these people are used to being taken out um, through their different lifetimes. But which reality are you operating in? There is the new earth coming in, yes, and the fear can be great. But which uh, driver do you want to drive your vessel? So one of the greatest challenges that people face is, of course, the one within that will allow them to go through the gauntlet of choosing fear or love. And so can you be quiet anymore where you can go and oh, I'm going to cower and hide and fit in and do my day job that's not fulfilling or satisfying to the soul and I'm just going to do this because i got a mortgage and all of that. But the leap of faith, Lauren, does no longer has to be just a cold turkey, lose everything, walk away from the spouse um, and just start with nothing. Um, that's the way they did it a few times, but now it's at this place. So how can one honor themselves fully as a gift from God so that they may be the greatest blessing for others? Well, what is one's truth is what's coming up now. 2017 being where the mask of illusion is being ripped off. Boy, are you seeing the bare-bottom blues on a lot of people. 
And their truth is coming out. And sometimes they're like, whoa, okay. And that's the undercurrent that was there. So what is your job as light workers? Are you going to go and, oh, I'll just see when it's okay, then I'll blend in with the crowd. Can you afford that? Or is it time to step up and be the pillar of heaven on earth? So what we've done with the Cortron experience since 2014 is uh, in this broadcast is train people to be the pillars of heaven on earth, to hold that light using the divine sciences. And in many ways, as you raise your vibration, you no longer become ca uh, capable of being interfered with by the polarity because you become too vibrationally high. Was that too much of a rambling no, not at all. It is beautiful. Oh, yes, we are feeling the call to step up and be the pillars of heaven on earth. Okay, the divine sciences. Share a little bit more about those. Um, we created the Quantum Boot Camp several years ago because we saw that people did not have a working knowledge of the divine sciences or subtle energy sciences. And here's a real quick example. And for those writing this, do yourself a favor and try not to write all of these at once. But here's an example of them. And what we are doing most times, Lauren, is not telling people new stuff. We are helping to put it together in maybe different or complete ways that will allow them to take what they already know and get the confirmation that's necessary that they are on the right path and on schedule. But, for instance, if you're going to look at manifestation, um, one of the divine sciences of how to precipitate something, it would be uh, will, focus, intent, invocation, evocation, convocation, precipitation, manifestation, and actualization. So that's like one example of a string of sciences that you would use to bring in that. But we are talking about the inner master here today. Mm -hmm. And this is a, there are certain sciences of the soul and self that we had written that we were going to talk about so that people would get an idea on how to get to that place, unless you want to make that for another show. But, and then also to let you guys know, okay, some of you may not know how or what this is like because you have been so dealing with the thirders. And these are the absolutes. And there's a whole different capacity of laws that apply when you deal with absolutes, such as the absolute self, absolute source, absolute soul, and then the soul star, which is the blueprint, the absolute mind of God and absolute knowing. And when you have that, there is no other thing. It's absolute. That's what it is. There's knowing and then there's absolute knowing. Um, an example of absolute knowing would be having the same information coming from different divine sources or systems of people, and they don't even know each other, but they keep saying the same thing. Well, obviously, that's the absolute system that's in place. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay, oh, let's go deeper okay. then in, into the inner master system because we know what we know and it's the absolute knowing. And I know each of us could look back even in the past few weeks and see where the absolute knowing did come forth through confirmations. All right, so um, let's first go into the still point. Can you lead us into <clears throat> a very beautiful space? Oh, yes. Um, so then we can talk about so you guys will be all spaced out when we start sharing and you'll be more available to perceive the energy from the realm that is necessary in order to discover yourself as a master within. So, 
right, everybody, then now you can just relax. And this is going to guide you to the place that will allow you to be at the place where you can begin the process. Because the mind is so busy. And everybody on this show has come from their different lives and their journeys and their things and what they are dealing with and all that. But the thing that we have in common is that we are all showing up in this moment for this experience. And so now, as we realize that we are here as beings, not what we are doing or what we have been, but being here right now as beings, we realize that we are not all that other stuff. It is ourselves as these presences that are in this uh, uh, um, uh, eclective enclave, this enclave of awakening here to go on this journey together. So now on the count of three, everybody, take a deep breath, and you are going to then, when you exhale, breathe out to the world, and then you are going to just let go of your whole existence as a self. So one, two, three, breathe in, hold it, take all that stuff that you are, and exhale and release everything that you are. Fall back into yourself, and as you let go, you let go of the tethers which hold you as a self in a busy life. You then start floating in further and further. As you let go further still, you see that the thoughts you've held on to, the tethers holding on to your being, start disconnecting. And as this occurs, you realize that you keep traveling your body is only so much size, but why are you traveling at such a great distance? And so as you turn around towards that center of yourself, wherever it is, you realize that you just keep traveling. Taking another breath, you let go of all of your responsibilities. And you start getting into this very relaxed state because there's nothing that has to be done. And seeing before you a very great light, there's this light that's off in the distance, seems so far away. But then you just keep going further and further, maybe even going faster towards it. And it becomes brighter and brighter. And as you let go of the last vestiges of corporeality in your human existence, you then go and go into that light and you land into your perfect place. So let's say a beautiful ancient garden. It is in this garden that you are alighting yourself. You are landing here and everything is so glorious because it's not of earth. And as you look out into your life, you realize that that busyness isn't you. Life is like a circle and it's always this movement. And so the thing that's furthest out in the circle that has to move the fastest is the mind. And so you see the mind hurriedly running around. But you are in the very center point of that circle and there is no movement. This is the realm of being. Out in the outer circle of movement is the realm of doing. So here in this realm of being, there's nothing to do because you already are. You don't have to accomplish anything. And then you show up into this quantum state. And now you're going to take this divine energy of a quantum nature, this frequency of heaven, and we're going to pulse it out into your life. 
so that you can have a good blast, this quantum energy, when you have to get back to yourselves. So one, two, three, just imagine almost like this, this sphere that explodes out into your existence. One, two, three, now. <sighs> and so, as you are in the center, you are in your realm of being. And this is the, where the science of being applies. Because the world is kinetic. It's where things get done. Even thoughts have movement from one thing to another. But here, there's nothing to do or become or fulfill. You just simply are. Because it is already complete. How are you doing? It's beautiful. Thank you. Really feeling the energies of this. And it's uh, challenging to even speak and stir it up. So this would that's be... Why, <laughs> that's why we, we have you talk or type, um, because then it activates a neuro-linguistic syntactic integration process that brings that energy into your bodies. Well, we can feel that frequency of heaven. Absolutely. This would be a beautiful time to learn more about your newest information that you're bringing forth on the inner master system. Okay, we're going to, that. This, the still point is one of the three primary methods that we created shortly after landing in 94. Um, because we saw that people needed their own structure to be able to touch the divine. And so we created the three primary methods and the still point is one of them. So we're going to create a God gate above everybody. Um, everybody accepts this if they want. And it's about four feet up, four feet across through the veil of life and death. And so it's like a halo on steroids. So just see this beautiful lavender, which is a gamma ray energy from the central sun. Uh, beautiful lavender, Holy Spirit energy forming this dodecahedral God gate with 12 sides. So it's like a beautiful donut above your heads. And now we're going to bring in the pillar of transformation. Same color. Beautiful lavender. It's actually at the center of your Milky Way called the Fermi Bubbles uh, with the Fermi Telescope. It's a beautiful figure eight that's 60,000 light years across. Just a speck in the evolutionary bucket. And so now this pillar is coming down from above the God Gate in the quantum state. Beautiful lavender energy a few inches across and it just goes and descends through your crown through your body past your feet spinning counterclockwise and now we're going to expand that to the size of your god gate and increase the spin counterclockwise nine times and so see it going really fast and we expand this out and so just feel yourself emoliated in the holy spirit swirling vortex around you and now we are going to have we are going to share information with you. And the best thing you can do as a favor to yourself is not think about this, but feel about it. Because the original brain is in the heart, which helped create the organs. The primordial brain and the heart, which is the rhythmic recalibrator with each beat, the millions of beats that recalibrates you in the cosmos, resetting you with every beat and breath is the thing that's easier to use as something to see the spirit realm with. Because your earth mind, designed for earth, is not in the still point. It's not made for it. To ask the brain to explain God, 
would be like watching a blind man explain sight. And so now we are going to share. There is, you guys right now are in the source within yourself. And it's a still point. So it's the stillness of being that all of creation is with you. Here the laws of divinity and the quantum state uh, are the dominant reality. Out there in the third dimension, you have the polarized reality of cause and effect. But here, it is the quantum science that applies. And so, outside of you is the earth self, third dimension, the 3D self. So, inside of this, of this still point uh, is the soul, and inside of that is the source. So, the source self within is different than the source within self. Because the source within self is like the universal energy. And that's like in the core of the soul. And then there's also your source self, the self that's connected to the source as one with it. And what's great about this, Lauren, is that without having to do anything, because you're in the realm of being, of the divine nature, the higher dimensions, that you have the same power as that source and that energy because in the quantum state it's all one so you have the power of God within you that you are now tapping into and so it is this still point that you then can access that inner knowing and we'll see how far we get uh, in this because there's a lot of information um, but just know that the best way to do this is to let you guys know what you already know. The sciences of God that a lot of people are not aware are God's sights, such as intuition, the innate knowing, uh, sensing things for those who are more third-dimensionally uh, inclined. But then there's these other things of people who have the psychic sights. So it is from the still point within that you can get to these other places. How's that for a primer on this soul science? A very good primer. Yes, we have the same power of God within us, and so we can feel it. That's very powerful. Yes. Okay, so we're going to ask you, Lauren, how mm. would you activate God's power within you? Should we give the Jeopardy ring? Do, 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 do. <laughs> Go to the no still pressure. point. <laughs> yes, Go to but the still, the still point. point. But how would you activate a real power of God to do something like create miracles or take away uh, terrorized thoughts or help bring peace to a city or even a country or things like that? How would you activate um, uh, activate God's power within you? Because here you are, Lauren Gailey or Gali, um, a separate human. I'm individual. I have only so much ability because I've got my body, there's laws of physics, but how would someone connect with the power of God and bring it into this world? Here in the now moment, with love. With absolute knowing. With absolute knowing. The difference between knowing and absolute knowing is that you know it absolutely. That's the only thing that is. So, for instance, when we work on someone, we'll use them as a proxy. And we work on everybody with the same issue. How can we do this? Because we know we can. Because it is. 
And it's not like we're going to overbless. Like a lot of people want to go and just bless the heck out of everything so there's no more heck left. And they take perfectly good wars that are fulfilling karmic evolutions. And if they stop them, then it's going to get bigger because they're overblessing. Um, because the world in many ways is perfectly broken uh, as an evolutionary state for the souls that are furthest from source. But if you are into and able to achieve an absolute knowing where there's no doubt, no question, or anything else, then you are able to tap into the absolute power of God. Likewise, you can access the inner wisdom of the halls of wisdom. And so that's why you can then go and, if you engage it correctly, you can get the answer to all of your life's questions. The question would be, how do we engage it correctly? The absolute knowing then is with no doubt and so we really have to cultivate that skill. Ah, uh, yes. That's why we're going to be creating a, a master series in 2018, a series of things. Because, look, you guys have gone through meditations. You've facilitated hundreds, if not thousands, of these things. You've been there, done that. Oh, let's do another workshop, do the same thing. You guys are invoking us into the mandatory protocols of invocation. You are actually... Bring, making us bring in the divine sciences so that you can know not, not only become a master being and on your way to ascended mastery, which the ascended masters are now getting ready to graduate as you guys take their places, but also your God self comes in and you embody yourself as God and walk in this world. Is that a fulfillment of prophecy or what? So you guys have done so much that now, uh-oh, we better bring in the next set. So we're going to create a master series so how you can live and breathe the divine sciences in your life, being the hands of God and being the change you want to see because we are the heaven on earth. And the light worker has been so programmed. Oh, no, I don't think I should get up. Or, oh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll like it. It's like, oh, please. Stop mm -hmm. beating yourself up. It's like there are so many millions of people coming out now. You're going to be caught in the cacophony of millions of messages, so they're not going to single you out. And in some ways, you're not really worth it. Are you going to change the world by saying one thing on YouTube? There's, you, you'll be with 10,000 other amazing spiritual wisdom keepers, right? So you're not this big threatening thing. So you're not really able to be on their radar. Does that make sense? So it's safe to come out. Okay. And say, it is oh, safe God. to come out. You know, it's like, come on, really? Oh, come on. you got all these kids doing Snapchats. Do you want a trillion lifeless Snapchats of kids wondering how to use this technology where they have all this technology and no purpose? Mm -hmm. Funny. The light workers had all this purpose and no technology, right? But now you press a button on your, an app on your phone and the world can, it's around the world in three seconds, right? So what message do you want to have? Take your phone and get the app and live stream it. Test it out. Do a little thing. Hey, guys, how's this going? Do you feel like you have a good day or whatever? Try it safe. But after a while, you're going to be lured into your own divine possibility. So, yeah, you guys are being called forth because it's time for you to be the strongest power on this planet. Actually, to, to I realize that because you've already always been, right? And so now, you, can, you know heaven's got your back so much more right now that they will come in. They're intervening. There are minions 
There are legions coming and ready to intervene because the veils are so thin. So what a perfect time to get on that stage, to turn on that phone, and tell the world how you feel. It really is telling the world how we feel. I know there's a common theme with light workers and and those who are trying to spread the word that we may not know what we know, meaning what can we teach? What do we have to offer? But we do have something to offer. Yes, you know, um, when you started out, did you have lots of tech mistakes and, and weird things? And you're like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, everybody. We'll just write next time or whatever. And people were just watching you screw up. And you're like, oh, my God, and you got better and better. Now I'm all professional. But did you ever have that time when you weren't so professional? Oh, well, the first time I spoke on the radio, I could not feel my arms. <laughs> yes. And so... Patrick was saying, should I be this perfect, flawless thing? Should I be the panache to Sai doing white men's spiritual guru ness or whatever, dance songs, or, or be on Oprah, or making that my live stream? And so Patrick would, with the Cartron experience since 2014, he'd say, hey, everybody, let's do this. And so he realized that he wasn't the one doing it. It was they that were doing it. And so the people would see that Patrick was trying to get the microphone to work, or he was over there on the beach in Hawaii or whatever. And they loved the fact that they saw that he is just like everybody else. He's going through it. So if you guys are not feeling perfect or prepared, just turn it on. Say, hey, everybody, if you like it, just let me know. Or if you don't, you know, and then you ask the people. So the people then work with you, and you evolve your thing, and they invoke what they want from you. So Patrick let the Cartron experience be evolved by what the people were wanting more of. Talk about a good marketing program eventually. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So we put one foot in front of the other and we just start speaking our truth without judging it. I think so many start to do that and then question why we're even sharing that. So this is a time to be bold. And do you want the person who's sitting there just drinking beer, not waking up, or someone procrastinating or holding on to issues, be the one to say how reality or the future will be? Are they the most qualified? Or is it people of the light who have a vision of heaven on earth? And many of you are 70 years old and starting your new adolescence because you're getting your vitality and getting younger and looking at maybe dating sites or something. It's like, what the heck, God? I have a seven, this body's been on this planet for seven decades and now I'm getting young again? Why? And yes, so we, okay. call them, we call them 17-year-olds because they're waking up. And, um, and so it's the spirit. And when people get into the higher di dimension, you've done a lot of these shows. You, Boy, have you been road tested, Lauren Galley, on the planet. Um, and so you know that when you get into the spiritual flow that you start reusing or you'll find your spiritual age and you'll stay there because the ravages of mortality and the material timeline no longer apply. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Thank you for this. I'm going to take some questions now from our audience because I'm at a loss for words here, because I get that, and we are feeling empowered. Let's go yes. to 
Let's go to a question. We're going to go to Denise. Uh, Denise, area code 310. Hi, Denise. Hi, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Cartron, I have been uh, doing my best to live in the still point and listen to that still, small voice and learn, go from there forward. And I just got back to where I live in Sun Valley, and I just had to go out in nature and walk, and I feel like I'm a walk-in or something. I feel like I just arrived. <laughs> what is what is this? Is this a new aspect oh. or a future self? <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting timeline overlays going on. A lot of the artificial timelines were also removed. They did that to kind of distract the prophecy from landing. And so there's different simultaneous existences that one has. Um, to make it most efficient here, there is about five to seven primary timelines, each experiencing reality in a different level. The higher ones are closer to your soul frequency. And so you can have a very different effect in a lower frequency, further away from your soul signature than if you're up in your somatic states like the bodhisattva. And so there are these these conduits joining in. So you may be, uh, imagine, now, does the land feel the same in your walk-in moment? Everything feels new. I feel like God just, you know, just no, not really. <laughs> I'm in a new does place. <laughs> does it have kind of a special quality? Magical, yes. Yes, that is the new earth. Yay. Oh, yay. So the new earth is being test run right now. There's a lot of beta and alpha and theta testing of the new earth dimension. So the new earth comes in first through the self of the light worker who can hold that frequency and not die. Um, and then good luck on the ascension symptoms. Ah, make it stop. Oh, they said keep it up. What? Is heaven hard of hearing? Um, <laughs> really, guys, stop being so dexic, will you? Um, that's dyslexic. Um, and so, um, but at the same time, there were these restrictions. They couldn't come in. But now... They're bringing it in. You could be fusing in with a parallel reality that has the enchanted life. And so also, here's another happy camp of moment, the veils between lifetimes and incarnations, which was a very tidy way to have life to life to life. Because if you knew all your lives, you, it would kind of not be very useful in one life. So they kept them separate. So now, all the things that you have perfected in the other lives, your skills, your talents, abilities, and other things, are now becoming available to you in this life. And so you can go up in vibration higher and higher and higher, and you're going to get into the realms of enchantment. Now, this is not for just you. It's for everybody that's listening, because just know everybody that knows it's coming. And what is it? What is it? It's this specialness within you it's what you see without you it is all this wonderful thing and you get nice responses from people and you get this like this quality of life is like well this is nice okay that's cool i accept it and you guys have been through hell and high water to get here and hold that place and so you are experiencing the result of all the lightworkers work 
the new earth is coming in and in certain places. And when light workers like you guys join together in your light, you form this matrix of heaven, this interim prophecy. And then that allows the divine to come in because your consciousness is cleared. You said you lived in the still point as much as possible. You've intended it. You've gone through it. You've been practicing it. You've walked your talk, literally, now in the forest. And so, what does that make you possible for? And what we do with the Cortron experience is we teach people how to be that pillar between dimensions. So you're walking in parallel dimensions. Wow. It feels just wonderful. And as I had to do various things during the day, they happened magically. It was like everything yeah. just, no no effort. It just boom, boom, boom. It was yeah. totally different. Now, I work. Okay. So <laughs> if you get to this place where you get into the absolute self, you don't need to know the details. Your mind, you notice how your mind is no longer with its big fat lobes in front of the picture window of happy days. And so it, stands aside and it knows that it's working together with, say, the heart and the universe and all of that. And so the mind isn't trying to filter it out or protect. Well, now that you are not in the way, you are allowing the natural state of your being to come in. As you do that, the enchantment comes in with it because that's heaven, isn't it? Where we have the perfect earth. A lot of times we'll use you guys who are at that evolved state and we will use your God sight. And we will say, okay, like right now, Lauren, we're going to tell everybody, we want you for the next week to see heaven on earth, see everything absolutely perfect. And we will use you as our lenses, as our filters. We will take notes because we're getting ready to re-engineer earth, well, the human matrix. Earth is doing fine. And so we will then redesign, have the new protocols of the divine plan come in based upon how you guys see heaven should be. So just know heaven all around you, and if you consent, we will use your sight, and we will see through your eyes, and you will be our guides, because you guys are the ones still breathing. You have the front row seat and the dominant position of authority when heaven comes in, because you're the ones who are still breathing. So, um, mm. so Lauren, that uh, you guys just see heaven on earth, and we will use it, if that's oh. okay with everybody. Isn't that cool, Denise? You're already seeing it, so you're ahead of us. Yes, Isn't that awesome? and you know what? I just keep saying, Cartron and Lauren, yes, 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 yes. Just use my eyes, you know, show me. And I just breathe out, and I just breathe the energy out, and everything is magical. <laughs> yes. And isn't it, it's like um, we had one lady, she had such a good flow, she says, should I feel guilty? Because it's too good. Everything's <laughs> working just right. And she's a comedian. Um, and so, but she's like ready. And she was Alice Bailey in another life. She's like, really? Is this supposed to happen? It's like, yes, it is. You work your butt off for this. Just say yes. Come on. Let <laughs> out. Jeez. You're going to, oh, it's too bright, too nice, too perfect. I don't know. It's like, come on. If every, if all you light worker people got every blessing that you've given to others, you would pop up into that dimension and stay there. But you are too valuable. You are being reassigned. So, Denise, you are now assigned into a divine state holding that place. And you are, wherever you go, bringing that vibration with you because you know it. 
and you are in an enchanted state where the person next to you could have tragedy, but it is a different timeline. The new earth is coming, and you guys are the place where the seeds for the new garden of heaven on earth will land and grow. Oh, so cool. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your experience. Thanks for all the work you've done to help help us along to get to these magical, enchanted places. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you. Oh, and <laughs> Denise, then, are you ready to just get on the Internet and say, hey, everybody, this is how cool my life is, and if I can do it, so can you? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Get your webcam oh. out. <laughs> so, uh, the world is our witness. He said, yes. Uh-oh. Make it stop. What? Keep it up. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, I joined Denise, and I put out the call for all on our show to continue to hold the vision of New Earth, literally to see heaven on Earth. It's fascinating because just this morning I was having this discussion with my husband trying to, you know, not watch the 3D paradigm. Don't get frustrated, but use that in holding the vision for what we see, the good to come out of it or the new solutions to come out of it. And you have just confirmed that, Cartron. The new earth is coming and it is here. Bring the vibration with you. That is very, very empowering. You know that right now, people don't have to try to heal anymore. They can just keep being available to let go of that stuff because mm-hmm. it's vibrationally able to hold on. So those sandbags are just falling off. And it's like, okay. And then you get this lighter stuff. It's kind of on autopilot. So if everybody wants to just relax, breathe in your still point. Oh, if you breathe the still point, you're going to get divinity showing up and it will jump you in some dark alley and saying, we're going to have so much fun together. Mm. Okay, we have time for it. Uh, at least one more call. Let's go to Yelena. Hi, Yelena. Uh, yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. You have a question for Cartron. Yes, I actually was having a question about the bags that we need to let go. Like, uh, for example, some past life stuff that kind of... Um, comes up to release. Um, and we are looking at you right now. Is that okay? Yes, 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 yes. Um, now sometimes there's glitches where beings just do whatever they can, and it's still stubborn. That's because it's not yes. done yet. And there's ways to take care of that. We've actually created and dealt with hundreds of cases. If it's something really shadowy then it's called dialoguing with darkness. And so we have been given many cases of the worst stuff and then help the shadow resolve itself even to where it consents to go home, not forcibly. And so, but otherwise, if it's a less than that intense thing, um, as your vibration goes up, one of the things that changes is someone's how they see things called perception. And so your perception becoming brighter, maybe that past trouble or heaviness was always there but now you're really aware of it and sometimes it will hold you and say you will look at me 
And so what happens when the shadow, as it would be called, or lesser light, comes to someone of a negative experience is what they would call it. It's actually looking for itself. And so if someone can allow that part of them to be let go, then it will take it, and they no longer need that as a divine teacher. So even the most negative things, when seen through the eyes of divinity or God, uh, it has a divine purpose. So if you look at the divine purpose, it might even be trying to talk to you because it knows you can help it go home because it's stuck. So then you become the healers and teachers and the ones who are the redeemers to bring in the revelation to help the shadow go home to the light. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. See, it's talking, and I'm pretty aware of it. <laughs> and and also, if you if it's really stubborn, then we do these sessions to take care of it, and it can be remote, and it doesn't matter if we're in person with you or not. Are you in Europe? Uh, no, I actually came from Europe, but I'm in America for 20 years in Baltimore. Well. You have a good accent. It would be good for radio. So someday when you get done with this, then you can possibly be, we can hear your voice more often. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> get You're ready well. to step up. You sound kind of like, whoa, really? To hide. Can I please just be unhappy and not know that I know already that I know already what I know? It's like, oh, God. Do you know, Lauren, when people are born, when first a spark first becomes a soul, they are given three things, a word, a code, and a tone. The word is a harmonic portal that establishes the frequency. It is the, which is, begins the process of the soul signature. The code is the codes of Genesis, which is the user manual for all of its lives. And then the tone is the frequency which refines it, becoming that final soul signature. When a soul comes in to a life, it goes through the veil of forgetfulness because it has to remember to forget enough so that it doesn't know everything. So the amount of something that somebody forgets determines the rate at which the evolution back to what you already know as a soul happens, and that sets the 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 rate that someone grows. So if someone lets go, that knowing starts coming forward because the soul will always find its own true divine signature. Okay, that is worthy of re-listening to this entire episode to really grasp that information. I can't even take notes fast enough to really um, keep up with you there, but it is beautiful. We do know what we know, and we you feel know, so we're much better. Fast so that you can't keep up because we're imprinting it psychically. Imagine if you had to remember all this stuff. In the, the part of your consciousness that becomes the mind of God, it's always there at the perfect moment. So we're imprinting this so that it will show up. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's what he said, right when in the moment that it's supposed to be needed or whatever. And so just know that what you don't write is already known. It is already known. Well, you have expanded our consciousness and returned us to a beautiful level today. I want to give you a moment to close our presentation with you by maybe looking at us as a group and letting us uh, have any extra advice you've got for us and anything we need to 
um, let go of or contemplate? Um, let's just do a sweeping and clear stuff out of you guys because we've also been harvesting your perceptions. That's how we know the current rate of your covenant. And we take this up to be given to your spirit guides, everybody. And so they have a current moment assessment of where you are in your evolutions. And this way, they, you get the next set of information. So let's clear this up and give it up to God of all the stuff that you've gone through. So now just imagine that Saint Germain, Archangel Michael, is now, and this being Cartron, is holding a violet blanket, a very deep purple blanket, below you guys, wherever you are in the world. And so we're going to take this violet blanket, we're going to sweep it from below to above. And when Saint Germain's blanket goes through you, it's going to loosen up all that heaviness, all that stuff that doesn't work, all the unhappiness or things that you want to change. It's time to let go and let God. So one, two, three, feel the three of us pulling this up, sweeping through you the very deep purple, which is alchemically transmuting your being. So as this goes up through you, through your legs, um, or if there are beings listening in the ocean, maybe tentacles or something, or on the ships, maybe you're not so human, because you like watching, you're like closet observers. Um, and so as it sweeps through you, it takes everything that is not you, because you are truly divine beings as source. Um, just keep letting it go, and it loosens it up. And so it's pushing all this stuff up after it loosens it. And now that it goes into the lungs and the, and the chakra systems, take a deep breath of this violet flame, so very deep. Let it circulate through your being, through your blood, through all the different bodies, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, causal, uh, etc. And breathe it out through your God gate as it goes up and out now. Just let everything go. Relax, and this violet flame will stay for several days, and it, when it's done transmuting, it will go into a beautiful lavender, pink-purple, and then you guys will settle in, and this is our gift to say thank you for having us on your show. It has been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Cartron. Blissful. <coughs> And so, if that is all, we will go and Patrick will complete. Thank you. Lauren, by the way, your vision, which is manifesting as this radio show, as far as your covenants go, this is not your first rodeo. And so, you are falling into your knowing. Are you ready to be the voice of change in other nations in a more officiated sense? Absolutely. And it's scarier than all can be, but yes. Yes, because the light goes where the greatest dark exists. Because the dark itself is praying for redemption. There is this shadow, and it has been playing a role. In a divine nature, the shadow has been holding the place of the lower natures, of the lesser lights, of the negativity and all that stuff. And a lot of those beings signed up to help the light. So they're not just these negative things to throw in some pit like some politically edited book says it's supposed to go and get rid of all of them and we don't have to look at our own stuff. So we are creating this exodus uh, to another earth 
because this uh-huh. earth is ascending. So we're going to, the shadow will have a home and we are going to be, we are doing a safe passage starting by the 21st. This winter solstice, that's part of the prayer of oneness program that we've created in the Trinfinity Pulse Generator in the timelines of the 10, 10, 11, 11, 12, 12. Yeah, so beautiful. That we're getting ready to have the shadow leave this earth. Guess what happens when a lot of the density goes? So they need a place to continue because they can't be here. It's dangerous for the darkness. And it has done divine work. So we are going to be giving it safe passage to that other holographic world so it can continue. So everybody, when you have a shadow or a heaviness come in, just breathe it. Offer it source light because it's probably hungry. And then ask it what it really wants. And you will be the Redeemer. Lauren, thank you so much. We'll talk with you later. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Cartron. Blessings. Oh, he went out. This is Patrick again. Oh, that was pretty far. I get to see all the movie every time of every Mm. session. Well, you know, so inspiring. And again, the task at hand is to truly understand absolute knowing within ourselves with no doubt and to be bold with that. We do indeed know what we know. And in fact, we know it so much, we can envision new earth. And each time that we do, they will see with our eyes to re-engineer it. That is so beautiful. Oh, it sounded so good coming from you. <laughs> it is all of our mission here. And I just want to encourage everyone to, to, to continue to hold that vision. <clears throat> Very inspiring. New Earth is coming. It is. Yeah. And so for those that really want to go deeper, I knew that this was I'm like, how can I introduce this? Um, that was just the surface. And then there's these sessions, if you guys need, it will be the uh, inner master sessions that will, that Lauren has on the thing that we can do. And that will give you guys greater access, that part of yourself that will allow you to access kind of like what Denise is going through. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a perfect example of someone able to live that. And so that's what we realize will be necessary. So, um, yeah, it's just really great. Um, well, thank, thank you for you. that, those sessions, too. Let's talk just a quick moment about what that entails. I know that you offer a recording, and it's actually Cartron coming through to do some work in these sessions. Yeah. Um, well, um, um, here, I'll just really quickly say it. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably on your site. Um, these transformational sessions affect one on all levels, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional bodies. And Cartron reviews your covenants with creation because that's everything's up for review. During a sentence, all contracts are renegotiable. And he petitions the councils of heaven, like a lawyer really, and concluding and resolving many imbalances in your life and allows harmony and balance to go to return back to your being, which is our natural state, of course. And in an inner master session, you are awakened to the pathway which leads to the all-knowing self. Now, that is where you can get into that place where you can find out. One of the things that we didn't talk about was the tachyon science of the science of the question. And there's a way that you have to do this correctly in order to get those answers. And at some point, you won't have questions and your answers will turn into knowingness. But that's 
for later. Mm. Um, Denise was on the edge. She could pop into that knowingness and be in a magic world. <laughs> She's like oh. really close. You know, I'd like to hey, let's film that. That's going to be good. Um, so if one follows, <laughs> Kartran will give after assignments, and so he will say, okay, do this, because people need God training. You know, okay, here's yeah. your psychic side. Here's talking with your guides or whatever. So whatever a person needs. Or if people have a lot of tragedy and hardship and it's just stuck, and then there could be a heavier stuff where Cartron then engages and finds out. But he will take you to those darkest places so we can find out what's really going on because they're mm. teachers, divinely speaking. You know, so yeah. That's it. yeah. Okay, so that's such a personal session. Um, very interesting to see what will come up for everyone. Again, very empowering and multidimensional, higher dimensional assistance on this path of all self-knowing. Okay. Wow. Well, Patrick, this, uh, I do want to just make a note. It was really funny what he said there about list decks. Dyslexic. <laughs> Dyslexic. <laughs> there was a lot of humor. <laughs> you know, um, you said that you're going to be doing something for the uh, winter solstice, right? Uh, yes, we're doing soul shine, right. Okay, well, I'm going to be doing up there at a in a pyramid with my quantum field generator, which is a it's a it's a temple in a can. It's literally a quilted wow. thing that's 28 feet across that is designed for you to feel temple sciences. And so we're going to be bringing in a creative oneness. So maybe um, if you want to be but connected with that or something of the Summerhill Pyramid Winery. This guy is launching his life's work, and it's called All One Era. And it's just amazing to know this person. He was on the same stage as the Dalai Lama and Yoko Ono at the United Nations receiving an award mm -hmm. for helping indigo children. It's, it, uh -huh. Anyway, it's Stephen Smith. And so I'm not plugging it, but I'm letting you guys know. And now I'm going to be doing there. And yet, if you guys are on, a, on the broadcast that we do – or we're doing this with Lauren, then by golly, join your energy because we're going to bring in the oneness and Lauren's going to too. And this oneness is going to come from the cosmos, the central sun. And that prayer of oneness that we send out to them says, yes, we are here. We are qualified. We are saying this oneness shall now happen. And now it's going to come back and it's going to go through time and remove all those negative imprints of war and other glitches that humanity has. So this is a very exciting time to be here, everybody. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Well, we will talk offline about that, Patrick. I will find a way to make that a part of Soul Shine or somehow connect in. Even if it's a, a recording of what you've done up there, we will include that. So um, we'll be in touch about that. So thank you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the walk-in that you are. There's so many more questions that I have about that, but we're out of time for today. So we will have you back again as we move forward in this great change, anchoring in new earth. Patrick, as we say goodbye, any last words you'd like to share? Um, it is really an honor to be on this planet and to help facilitate this process because, uh, well, like Cartron says, that people's weaknesses are their strengths. He calls you guys the heroes of heaven because you're actually helping them fulfill their destiny by being the, being the part of heaven on earth. And so you're greatly admired. 
even though you got challenges, oh my God, in the eyes of God, you are like the strongest, most amazing, qualified, gifted souls. So all this stuff you've gone through is about ready to blossom into blessings unimaginable. And Lauren, thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to be this part of the voice uh, for your world. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, Patrick. And you were recommended by our beloved brother, Randy, who we say hello to. And it's just such a pleasure to connect with you and establish this beautiful pillar of love that we did today. And it's beautiful to hear that we were all heroes of heaven. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick McCormick. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a nice day, guys, and a wonderful ascension. (laughs) Have a wonderful ascension. Thank you. And if you're interested in Patrick's special offer, Cartron's special offer, sessions on the Inner Master System, that is, of course, available on the special offer link on this webpage. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart as we send our collective love and intentions and vision of new earth across the universe.
Thank you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.